Hi, everybody. I'm Wendy Murdoch, and this is Webinars with Wendy. On Fridays, I always do a series of webinars about Surefoot, and this Friday is really special. Today is the time, the day we're going to draw the winner for the grand prize drawing of a full set of Surefoot pads, which I have right here so everybody can see what's in the bag. Um, it's been just a, a just an amazing six weeks with this contest and so much fun. The responses everybody's uh, given us has just been fantastic. And it's so heartwarming to know how many horses are being helped with Surefoot and um, just the kind of results people are getting. So you can always go and check those posts and, and see some of the uh, basically testimonials people have given us. And it's just really great. You know, I started this whole thing uh, five years ago, generating our own Surefoot pads. And um, what happened was we did a product run and all the tops were yellow because I thought we could do different colors for the pads themselves for the foam. And it turned out we couldn't. So we had all these really boring yellow topped pads with kind of creamy colors. And so I, um, I had this whole order and we had it in time for the Horse World Expo in Maryland, which got snowed out. That was in January. Um, they got like three feet of snow in Baltimore. So there was no way. So Brad had actually gone up to the factory and driven home with this first shipment. And uh, he brought it home. We had it here in the basement um, and did a little special with those. And then we started doing the colors. And um, literally, if you ask him, I sat here, I made him go to Home Depot and get all these color samples. And I had all these little pots of color and I did all these dilutions to try and figure out what colors. And I wound up just going with the straight color itself because it was so vibrant. And um, for me, that's one of the things that's so great is that, you know, it's fun, Surefoot's fun, it's colorful. Um, the factory, which is a really drab place, all of a sudden had all these bright colors all over the place because they had to let the, the paint dry. So, oh, I'm so glad you love the colors. I do too. And um, so it's just, I just can't tell you how thankful I am for all of you supporting me during all these years. You know, it, it wasn't easy in the beginning. Um, certainly wasn't easy in the beginning because people didn't know what the heck I was talking about and um, what, oh, what, what, you know, what was I doing putting horses on pads and, and stuff like that. But, you know, now there's so much recognition. In fact, I know that um, like uh, University of Florida is actually writing Surefoot pads into their treatment protocols for horses that come into their facility. And Colorado State University is using Surefoot pads for rehab at CSU. Um, and we have a lot of veterinarians actually using Surefoot now because I see them come through when they order. And um, it's just really exciting to see that we can help so many horses with something so simple. And for me, that's really one of the things that, um, that it, it doesn't have to be super complicated. You know, something as simple as this can make a big change. And uh, I am in the process of, of working on a book. Uh, I have been in the process of working on a book for a long time, but I'm finally back to writing. Um, I think it's taken me this year to just kind of decompress to get back into that mode of being able to write. And um, <laughs> Ellen, so sometimes you just need to believe in yourself. You know who I really believed in? I believed in the horses. Um, you know, when I saw the change in the first horse, I was like, whoa. When I saw the change in the second horse, I was like, whoa. And the third horse, and, and it was the horses that have driven me and changed my life. Um, I just followed their lead. I just followed the fact that 
they kept saying, yes, this is something that's meaningful. Yes, this is something that helps. Yes, this is something that makes them feel better. And I really just followed the horses and they're the ones who've been driving this, this train. And um, they're actually the ones who tell us what to do, right? So one of the big things about working with your horse with Surefoot is really listening to your horse because they're the ones who are gonna tell you which pad, which foot, how long. And I just give you guys guidelines. I, and that's what I'm gonna to do today is I'm gonna talk about each of the pads and how I, how I see them fit in so that you have a better understanding of, you know, like if you've taken the quiz, um, in fact, y'all have taken the quiz because <laughs> you entered in the contest. Um, we couldn't put in the quiz why those pads were chosen because we had so many different variables that the computer had to figure out which ones to come up with. And there was no way we could actually write a scenario for every single um, possibility in the quiz. So the quiz generated which pads to get, but I wanna kind of walk you through why, why would it come up with that as a choice so that you have a better understanding, you know, and in the end, and I have to say this, that, you know, I've had my idea of what I think a horse is really going to like. And then I go to the horse and I say, is this what you want? And they go, no. And they say, but I like that one. Can I have that one? And it's like, okay, sure. You can have which one you want. Um, so, you know, it's, uh, and that I think is one of the things that's so fascinating to me and keeps me so engaged is that I can have my idea of what a horse is going to like, but until I put a pad under their foot, I don't know. And until I put a pad on the foot, I really don't know what's going to happen. I have an idea because I've worked with so many horses and been doing this for so long. But every horse is unique. And, and it's so much fun to watch how they respond. So that said, if you guys have questions, just like usual, pop it in the Q&A or in the chat. And I'll just keep an eye on that as I'm going through this. And I'm going to walk you through all the different pads and what somebody is going to win. Okay, so the first one we have here, this is the half physio pad. So the winner is gonna to get to choose whether they want two half physio pads, okay, or one full. And right now I have the full underneath the bag to stabilize it. So I'm not gonna pull it out. Um, anyway, it's, I'm in a really tight space, so it's a little hard. Half physio pad. It has an inch of hard and a half inch of medium. So this is the lowest profile pad we have at an inch and a half. And it's a really great pad when, you know, if I'm uncertain about a horse, if I see a horse come in and he's kind of nervous and kind of upset, putting him on a two inch uh, block could be too much for him. So the inch and a half pad, the half physio or full physio is really handy. And in fact, you know, if you could only take one pad with you and like when I have to start flying again, I will take one of these with me wherever I go. And it's because it can do so much and it's, it's easy to carry, right? It's just, uh, it's 16 by 12 by an inch and a half. So I can put it in my plane seat and sit on it. Um, I can pack it in my, my suitcase, it'll fit. Um, it easily goes in the car. And it's um, been so helpful as an emergency pad. So uh, Sharon Wilsey was in Virginia, I guess it's two years ago now. And I went down to her workshop, but as I drove in, there was this horse in a pen that was really, really upset. And so I saw the owners and I said, you know, can I help? And they were trying to load, take the horse home because he was so upset. Um, he was next to a golf course. They were having a golf tournament. They were whacking balls and he just couldn't handle it. 
He'd had a bad ride down um, in a van and he just was upset. So I just went in and started with the half physio pad. And that was really the only thing he wanted was the half physio pad. And in about 10 minutes, you know, he was quiet. And um, by 15 minutes, he was eating hay. And I told the owners, I said, let him eat as much hay as he wants before you load him up and then take him home. So they did that. And then when they got on the beltway around Washington, DC, they had a flat tire on their van and they called us at the workshop and we got the call and I was like, what are they gonna do? And I live um, an hour and a half from the beltway but I live in Northern Virginia. So I was thinking, who can I help send to them to deal with the trailer problem? Long story short, they got off the beltway. They did not have to unload the horses. They were able to get the tire fixed and they got home but they didn't get home till like 10 o'clock at night. So it was a very long day. But the really cool thing is that horse was fine. He trailered home just fine. He never got upset when they had to stop. He walked off, which was completely different than how he traveled down. And all I used was the half physio pad. So, you know, this is, um, uh, if you have a horse that's colicking, any pad, if you have any pad, use it. But if you have a half physio pad, it's a lot of times it's a little bit easier to work with with a horse that's colicking. Um, so it's just, uh, it's a great handy pad, a single unit. You can always um, get it in a pair. And in the package here, the winner's going to get to choose between two half physios or a full physio. The only difference is the full physio is the size of two half physios. So it's bigger. You can put two feet on it. I have farriers that have purchased the full physio to work with their horses and it's in front of the kitchen sink because he stands on it whenever he does the dishes. So, um, you know, something for you too. Okay, so here's the bag. I'm just going to tilt my screen down. So you get a bag, duffel bag. It's going to come with a DVD, not necessarily if you don't need the DVD, no problem. Give it to a friend, loan it to somebody, let them watch, learn about Surefoot. Got this little thank you card gives you a little information about you know wear and tear and storage okay the duffel bag it's got a double zipper it's really handy and it can hold all six pairs of pads and pods the pods are over here we'll get to those in a minute all right so we're going to go through from hard to soft so the hard pad there's two in a package, comes with a warranty card inside. You can always zap the QR code and go straight to the warranty registration on the website. You can register all of your pads at once. So you don't have to do a separate one for each pair of pads. Just one-stop shop, go there, register your pads, register all the ones you have, okay? So this is two inches of hard material in each pad. And so that's the same material that's in this half physio pad on the top. So the orange is hard. And so you can see that I can squish it and make a dent here, but it returns. So the thing I really like about the hard pad is that there's no lateral give. In other words, when the horse's foot comes down on it, it's going to slowly give to heat and pressure. The hoof is going to sink in. And what you'll see with a lot of horses, it's they kind of like melt. So when I have nervous, anxious horses, horses that are weak, horses that have been had an injury, um, horses that are unstable or unbalanced, I don't want too much lateral give when I start because if, they, if it's too wobbly, it'll make them nervous and we're trying to calm them down. 
So the hard pad is going to give directly to heat and pressure. So the foot is going to sink in and where there's high pressure or a lot, you'll say there's a, let's just say there's even a cock, right? That's kind of sticking down. That's going to sink into the pad. And instead of it standing up against the surface, like on concrete, you know, that you're going to have the cock and then the foot, the cock can sink in and then the foot can seek level. So it kind of like evens out the pressure for the horse. Um, and we've actually seen, and, and we're coming out with a new product. We, it's on the way, I can't wait. Um, it's the physio pad on top of our comfort x-ray block, an inch of our comfort x-ray block. Because what we're finding is that when you go to take in a radiograph and you have a surface that's, that will give to that pressure, you really get to see how that horse is loading. So that's what the hard material can really do is it's gonna to give to heat and pressure. And then when your horse steps off, if it's cooler, the imprint will last a little longer. The warmer it is, the faster it's gonna go away, but it's gonna to return to this flat surface. So you just take your, your camera, you snap a pick, and now you have a record of what it looked like. So a lot of times you can actually see a change you know, in 15 minutes which I have seen, right? So you put the horse on the hard pad, you take a pick when he steps off, you go for a little walk, you come back, you do it again, and you can start to see how the, the pressure starts to even out on the foot. Um, you might start to see more structures. Like I'm always looking to see if there's an impression of the frog. Dr. Bowker always says you want the frog to kiss the ground, but you need some contact to stimulate those sensors that are in the frog area. So when I have a horse stand on the hard pads and I don't see any frog impression whatsoever, I really start to wonder if the horse is getting all the information he needs from the back part of his foot. Now, I'm not a farrier and I'm not gonna tell a farrier how to do their job because that's not my job. But what I am gonna do is point out to him and go, what do you think of this? And we can see a perspective of the horse's foot that you don't normally see. In other words, you know, you can stand a horse on soft footing like sand and you can see where he has his load, but it, it's not gonna give in the same way that this pad will to really support the foot and, and normalize the pressure. So any high pressure area is gonna sink in more, any low pressure area can start making contact. Um, and like I said, what we see with the horses is they start to melt. So they might be kind of a little high-headed at first and looking around and they're standing on the pad and then suddenly you start to get eye blinks and you get a breathing change, head starts to come down, but you know you're giving them a lot of support. And that's, um, you know, it's, this is so funny because the hard pad is a pad that I, I will just really love and use all the time. And then I'll kind of drift off to another one and then I'll come back to it again and go, wow, that's such a great pad. So. Hearts really handy, nervous, anxious horses, horses that are unstable, horses you just want to offer them, you know, some comfort. In the cold weather, it's going to get harder. You're going to feel like it's a brick. Um, and in the warm weather, it'll get a bit softer. It's the only material that changes a bit with temperature, still does its job. And if it's really warm and you want to see a nice impression, throw it in the freezer. <laughs> Seriously, you can't hurt it. You can throw it in the freezer chill it down and then stick it under your horse's feet. And then when he steps off, take a pick. So um, I've been, I've, I started working to see if I could use 
that pad and then measure the imprint of the foot to help with measuring for boots. Because it's not always easy for your horse to stand there and keep your foot up while you're trying to take your tape measure and measure his foot to see what size he is. Um, I, I did a bunch of pictures, but I need to go back and actually assess them to see if it really works. And I'm hoping to soon have somebody come and talk to us about how to measure for boots. So maybe I better get it done before that happens. Okay, next pad. Hard slants. Oops. Hard slants. Same material as hard, same as the top of the physio pad, only it's angled. And we color coded it pink so that we you could tell the difference. So from each each pad has a different color. Um, you can see that cut line. So it's on an angle. It's three inches at its full height and then down to nothing. And with this pad, you know, if you have a horse that this is too much and even the physio pad is too much, if you just put their foot on the very edge of the pad, even just a quarter of an inch of their foot on the very edge of the pad, you're just offering them a tiny little bit. And in some cases that's, um, you know, can get a horse to kind of go, oh, that's kind of cool. So sometimes the height is a bit too much, but just think of the slant as being able to use the really thin edge to just introduce the idea to your horse. Um, the hard slants are going to give to heat and pressure, just like the hard pad. Um, they're going to have more structure than the other pair of slants that we have because it's a stiffer material. And what I really like about slants, I wish I had one open. Um, okay, I wonder if the winner would mind if I opened their slants. Would any of you mind if I open this if you won? Just tell me in the chat because otherwise I'll open it. No, you wouldn't mind. Okay, great, thanks. Took one person to get me to do this. <laughs> um, because I think, you know, some people aren't sure what to do with slants and that's what I find in a lot of vets. Um, they're just not sure what to do with the slants. So let me just get this open. By the way, if you notice this pink line, all the pads, that have uh, layers glued together have pink lines. And the reason for the pink is that way my manufacturer can make sure that the whole pad is well coated with glue before they send them out the door. So that's just our guide to know that the glue surface is complete. Um, when it was clear, they couldn't tell because it was clear. So we're always trying to make improvements to make everybody's life easier, including the people who manufacture my products. Okay, so here is our angle. It's three inches at the height and then it slopes down. So you could just put a foot just here, just on the very edge, if you know the two inches or even the inch and a half physio pad is too much. Now, notice the angle. You can see that this is sloping backwards, right? And so it's always best to use your slant pad with the colored side up because when you turn it over, we now have a right angle. And so that makes this a little more tippy. If the horse were to put his weight back to the back of the pad, it can pop up. Now, obviously, because it's foam, it's not going to hurt your horse, but it can surprise him. And so when you use it with the colored side up, because of this angle, it's more stable. So that's just a little practical advice. You can use your slant heel high. Oops, here, I'll do it this way. Heel high or heel low. Some horses really like it heel low. They really like that feeling down the back of the leg. Other horses really like it heel high. 
in the back end with the hind feet. I typically use it heel high. And when I put people on this pad and have them stand that way and soften their knees just a little bit because horses can't lock their knees the way we can. So when you soften your knees a little, you're more like a horse. And what everybody reports is that the lower back softens. And so they can feel their lower back lengthen, soften and feel more comfortable. Now, you know, I can't ask the horse, how's your lower back feel? But we see a lot of horses really like this pad heel high under the back feet. So I could guess that they're feeling that same kind of relief. I know when we've used Surefoot with dogs and we've put their back feet on the, on the slant heel high, um, that physiotherapists have noticed that the psoas muscle softens. So we have some evidence in the dogs that that could possibly happen in the horse, but we don't have any direct evidence at this point. You can also use your pad supinated. So here's my foot and I've got the low side toward the, uh, sorry, pronated because the foot's aiming out or supinated or the bottom of the foot's aiming in. Okay, so how do you remember pronation and supination? Uh, Mariah Newman taught me this a million years ago and I've never forgotten. It's really, really easy. You make a cup out of your hand to eat soup and that is supination. So anytime the, the palm of the hand or the palm of the foot is towards you, the sole of the foot is toward your mouth, that's supination. And anytime it's away is pronation. So you can have a horse stand on that slant and you can slightly pronate them or slightly supinate them. And some horses are already pronated or supinated. So I tend to go in the direction that the horse is already going and then I'll switch and I'll say, hey, how about the other idea? So from a Feldenkrais perspective, we're taught to go with the pattern first and make it easier so that you're not arguing with the nervous system. You're not having a discussion of I can't do that or I don't want to do that or, you know, it's not a conscious argument. It's that if the pattern is already set in a direction and you make it easier, you take the load away, the work away, because you're now supporting that body in the direction it's already wanting to go. And as the nervous system calms down because it's not having to actually do the work, then there's an opportunity to come in and suggest something else. And that's so true with Surefoot um, that, you know, I'm always looking to go with what the horse is already showing me. So say, you know, you have a, a, a high-low situation. I'm going to say, hey, would you like more underneath this high side? Can I take the work away for you and do the work for you so that you can stop doing that work? And then I'll come back and say, well, what about on the other side? And of course, they always get to tell me if they like it or not, by the way. There's the warranty card. There's the QR code. You just zap that with your phone. It takes you directly to the registration page on the Surefoot Equine website. So really simple. Oh, this one got packed with two. Look at that. No problem. I think it did. Um, and on the other side, if you want to mail it to us, you can just simply fill it out. Fold it so all your information isn't just exposed to the world. Pop a stamp on it and stick it in the map. Okay. And then, of course, on the inside of every uh, insert sheet, this we call this the insert sheet because it's inserted with the pads, um, has instructions. And please just read it. Just go through it. You know, um, you just want to be really careful about where you're working. No slippery surfaces, no cross ties. 
you really want to offer the horse the opportunity to be able to move around um, because what we're talking about here is his balance. And we're saying, hey, how, you know, if I put this pad underneath your foot, does that help you be more balanced or less balanced? If a horse is walking off the pad, he's unbalanced, right? Now, there's many reasons why. And I have the six Fs, fright, like if something scares him, food, oh, is there something to eat? Because they switch to parasympathetic and they're like, oh, is there food? And they walk off. Friends, somebody hollers, hey, and he's like, oh, and he moves his 40 pound head and the next, boop, he's off. So fright, flies, oh, sorry, flight, food, friend, flies. When I got to Australia, I'd forgotten about the flies and I noticed the horse walked off and it was because of the flies. Um, food, friends, I think that's it, another six. Um, oh, finished, following and finished. So if you're working with Surefoot with a horse and you start to walk away, a lot of horses follow you. And some horses are just done. And it could be in a second, it could be in a minute. And if it starts to get into five minutes, you really wanna make sure they're not swaying a lot so you don't make them sore because you're working all those little tiny muscles. So flies, fright, friends, food, follow and finished. And those are the reasons why a horse will walk off a pad. And when they're secure and balanced, they're gonna hang out there. Okay, going down the densities. The next one is firm. Okay, green top, charcoal foam. Now we can use both sides. Now, I forgot to mention one thing about the hard. This pad, even though the color is different on the, on the other side, it's that creamy color. It's the same material all the way throughout. So it's, you can use either side and it's the same material. When you're talking about firm, you have the color top side and then the foam colored side. And so let me just see, I think this is another person trying to get into the webinar. Um, so you can use either side of the pad. The surfaces are slight, yep, slightly different in terms of the amount of give. So when you stand on them, you typically people feel that this is a little bit more diffuse, it's a little more generalized, whereas this is more direct when you're on the on the foam side. Um, the firm pad has lateral give. So now what we're talking about is when the horse steps on it, there can be some side to side as well as direct, you know, a little front to back. So you might notice that the horse is really standing heavy on his toe or when he steps off, he kind of rolls his foot. And so we're offering the horse this a little bit of lateral instability. Not a ton, but more than hard, okay? And the general rule of thumb as to which pad you start with, if the horse is nervous, anxious, unfit, unwell, any question, you start with hard. If the horse is basically calm, you know, he takes everything pretty easy, he's been around the block, not disturbed by much, happy to walk over some, you know, different surfaces, start with firm. Because if you start too soft too soon, you can, you know, they, they won't like it. And the hard is more ground-like, whereas the firm is going to have more give. Okay, so that's firm. I'm starting to run out of room here. Firm slants, yellow top. Okay, there we go. Yellow top, same angle as the hard slant. 
same basic ideas of toe, heel, supination, pronation. Um, you can use the slants with the front feet and the back feet. Um, when I see a horse that's particularly uh, long toe, low heel, I pull out the slants. They're already going that way. It's, let me give you some support. Let me give you some back of the foot support. And um, I see that the horses um, really like that. So the firm slant is just uh, the same material as the firm. So it has more give and has lateral give, but basically you use it the same as the hard slant. Okay. Um, any questions at this point about anything I've said? So horses that are calmer, you can start with firm. Nobody minded me opening that pair of pads. <laughs> All right, no comments. All right, moving on. Medium. So a lot of people think medium, oh, middle of the road, I'm gonna start with medium. Um, it's only medium in terms of its density. It's not medium in terms of its order. And in fact, many times what I'll do is I'll go from firm to soft. So let me pull out soft. My bag doesn't have pads anymore, so now it's kind of not so stable. Okay, soft. It's the squishiest one we have. It has a lot of lateral give. Um, it provides an awful lot of comfort. If you want to give the most amount of comfort, you use the soft on the uncolored side. Okay, one thing you have to be careful of using the soft on the colored side is if it's you're leaving the horse there for a couple of minutes, what happens is this material starts to give and it can, not very often, but it can kind of come up around the foot. So when the horse goes to stand, step off, it could stick a little. So you just wanna be aware of that when you're using the soft on the blue side and the horses stood on it for you know a couple of minutes that you just keep an eye that the pad stays on the ground when the horse walks off. Hasn't happened very often, but we always wanna let you know of the possibilities, just so you can be aware of that when you're working with your horse. So soft is the greatest comfort we can offer in the lineup. Um, sore horses, sore footed horses, um, horses that have really been on firm, then I tend to go to soft next before I go to medium. I'll explain that in a moment. Um, a lot of people, will step on the soft and either love it or not like it. It's really, really interesting because it does have a lot of squish, but we find that your, your uncomfortable horses, your sore horses really like it. Now with laminitis, Daisy Vicking is actually gonna do a webinar on laminitis this month. So stay tuned for that. It'd be a really great one. And what she has seen in her experience is that if they have wall pain, the soft is where you wanna go. You wanna give them as much comfort as possible. But if they have sole pain, you want to offer hard so that you give a lot of support. And so this is where um, I'm actually working to see if I can't come up with a pad that is that combination. I haven't gotten it yet, but um, hard and soft so that you have those two choices in a pad for a laminated course. Don't have it just yet. Working on it. <laughs> We're always working on something new. Um, but we're coming into laminitis season and I've already had several people email me. Now, for laminitis, I have used the firm slants with a horse. Um, she was toe pointing, really uncomfortable. And I used the firm slant heel high under all four feet. So sometimes they really want that angle 
they want that support, they're already going that way, give them that support so that they can get full foot contact even though they're starting to point their toes. Um, and that's what you have to think about is that that's what we're doing with this slant as we're saying, let me meet you, let me give you support. So we're not forcing them into that position, we're supporting them. And that, you know, if somebody comes along and you're really tired and your arm hurts and they just say, well, let me just give you a little support. You're like, oh, thanks. Because it's so much work for me to do this myself. And that's what we're thinking about there. Um, this, we don't know that, see that the soft sticks on the, on the uncoated side, just on the coated side, because what happens is the foot sinks in and this, um, I don't know if you, yeah, you can see that line. See that little line? You'll see that line on soft, on firm, and it's also on medium. And what that line indicates is that this top layer is an eighth inch of the hard material. So it's an eighth inch of the same material as the hard slants, hard pads in the top of the physio pad. And it has a property where it's gonna to give to heat and pressure, but then as the horse stands there, you know, it's gonna relax around the foot. So um, it's only on this side that we've ever had any problem with the pad sticking to the foot. And it's only been a few horses that I know of, but you know, just word to the wise. So why do I think of medium as last? This is the springiest of all the surefoot pads. It's, it's in fact very springy. Um, it's a medical grade foam that we repurposed for surefoot. It's definitely not just a, wasn't intended to be surefoot pads, but we love it. And on the physio, let me just go back there because you can see it. We have a half inch of it and you can see how springy that is, right? Whereas on this side, it'll dent and come back. Oops, sorry. It comes back slower. Let's see if I can show it to you like that. And it's warm in my in here, so it's springing back pretty quick. But this just is very springy. Now, at a half an inch, that is what it is on the physio pad. Um, it doesn't disturb the horses. But as a two inch, uh, okay, I'm gonna, I'll get to your question, Megan, in a second because it's a long one. I have to read it. Um, as a two inch pad, it's very springy, and so um, some horses just love it, and some horses that spring is too much. So you don't want to surprise a horse. It's not a pad that I would start with on any, certainly not on a nervous horse. And Robin Hood had an experience where she used this pad with a nervous Icelandic and it just was too much for him and kind of upset him um, because, it, because of that rebounding kind of feeling. Now, people love this pad. I can't tell you how many people I've, you know, when I set up my balance trail and I put out all the pads and I have people stand on all the different pads, the most the number one pad that people like is medium because of that springiness. It feels really great. Um, you know, it's a, it's a super pad. I really, really love it. Um, and it's just a word to the wise that it's not the one to start with. So you start with harder firm. You can go to medium after that. Um, if a horse is sore, I'm going to go to soft. Um, if a horse is uh, just, I really feel like, oh, let me just make you feel as good as I can. I'll go to soft, but otherwise you can go to medium after firm, no problem. All right, so I have a question here I'm gonna read. So maybe this isn't the best webinar for this question, but here it is. And maybe it's a different webinar I, I missed, but have you had any studies with horses with ulcers? Mine just got scoped and not surprised has ulcers, but the ulcers have also created muscle and back tension all through the hind end from how he has been guarding himself. He loves to stretch over his lower back and has clean x-rays. 
but I'm wondering if you have any recommendation that might be good for him as we treat this. You mentioned the slants are good for lower back pain, so would that be good? He also is recovering from a fracture in his coffin bone and quarter crack in the same front foot. Recommendations for that. So there's a bunch of things going on. Thanks. So interesting to read about and incorporate into his recovery. All right. So you've mentioned a couple of different things, which starts me to think in different directions. Um, let's take the fracture first. So because of that injury, I would start with the, either the physio pad or the hard pads because, um, and that's true with like arthritic horses. You know, if your joints are a little stiff and somebody says, hey, you can move around a lot, you're like, whoa, wait, that's too much. So starting with a hard pad that's gonna give to heat and pressure, they can kind of find their own level and you're not like upsetting the system. So with something like a fracture, I would start with hard because I, I wouldn't want to bring in too much movement too fast. The horse might be capable over time handling that, but you know how even though everything's fine, there's there tends to be some guarding. And if she's had pain, even though she's fine, she may have some habitual guarding that you know, we don't notice at first, but when we start to see what how they respond, we can see it. Um, so that leads me to the hard pads or the half physio. The thing with the ulcers, and we've had a webinar with Dr. Joyce Harmon on ulcers, so please go. We have a whole playlist with Dr. Harmon's webinars on the Surefoot Equine YouTube channel. But ulcers are stress, and the bottom line is if we can reduce stress, we're going to help with the ulcers. Surefoot offers a reduction of stress. And so in, from that perspective, I can't say it's going to solve the ulcers, but it's certainly gonna help the horse get into a better place. And the more relaxation, rest and digest, parasympathetic, then the ulcers will have the opportunity to heal. So if you keep the stress pattern going, they're not gonna, you know, you're just gonna keep the problem going. So in that regard, I would definitely recommend Surefoot. Um, and perhaps slant. So maybe a good combination for this horse to start with would be uh, hard and hard slants. And you can use the slants in front and back. You can use the flat in front and back. Um, but that might be a, a good place to start. You can always add to your collection. So just because you get a pair of pads and you see how your horse responds, you know, if, if I say you can have ice cream, but we only have vanilla, you're going to go, great. I love vanilla. But if I say you could have chocolate and vanilla, now you have a choice, right? But when we start out making a decision, that basic decision, there's injuries and there's issues going on. You wanna start harder because you don't wanna to offer too much instability too fast. Okay, um, somebody's saying, I've seen pictures of stack pads and can I explain um, how to use it and the benefits? Let me just finish with this and then we'll talk about stacked. Um, and let me see, there's another, oops, okay. Okay, great. Um, just close that and close that. Okay, so we've got hard, hard slants, firm, firm slants, soft, medium, okay? And then the last thing in the bag are the pods. These are air-filled domes, seven inch diameter with nubbies and the horses have to be very comfortable standing on surefoot pads before you go to pods. They're not something you start with because you have to be able to kind of guide the foot a little more toward the pod. 
I tend to aim for the just above the third row of dots when I'm placing a foot down. And I've got webinars. So if you want to learn a lot more about pods, you know, I've got webinars, Friday webinars where I talk about it. But the cool thing about pods when you get there is you can see, does the horse do what I call straight load and load straight down through the column of the bones? Does he toe slip, heel slip, side slip? And you know how you probably notice when you're standing that you tend to roll to the outside of your foot or shift your weight toward the heel or shift your weight toward the toes. Well, horses do this too, but that's gonna affect how they move. So say a horse habitually kind of has a little bit of a toe slip. So now when he's moving, the tendency would be to land a bit toe first, which is gonna cause the joints to stiffen. But when you use the pods, the horses, it's so fun to watch them because they'll be standing there and they'll start to load and the pod, this is what you want to use on like an arena footing, the pod starts to slip and it'll slip out and they kind of go, oh, what, what's going on? And then you come back and you take them for a little walk and you come back and you repeat it and then they might heel load a little bit and they feel the pod move or side load. But in very short order, what I see is the horses figure out, oh, I have to put my weight straight down through the column of my bones. And that's what we want when they're moving. We want that really clear straight down load. So when they're using the ground, they meet the ground and they push off without any loss of, of force sideways, um, front or back. So, you know, when you think about uh, watching a gymnast or any athlete, their use of their feet to the ground is so critical to their overall function. If a golfer rolls to the out, I just rolled to the outside of my left foot. You know, if he does that, his swing is going to be off. If we want to maximize our horse's performance, that foot has to meet the ground solidly and push off the ground solidly. And if there's a slip or a twist, say a hock twist, then we're losing ground reaction force, the force that is going to propel us forward. So with pods, we get to see um, how the horse is loading that foot and the horse gets to feel it. And they suddenly go, oh, wait a second, you know, and they find a different way. Um, and so pods are, are really fun and really fascinating, but your horse needs to be ready for them. You just don't run out and start with pods, okay? All right, just like stacking. So um, somebody's asked me about stacking and basically first, again, first of all, you want your horse comfortable with each individual pad. Um, and then when I stack, where is it? I use the hard as my base. Now we're actually considering making a base pad, which is three inches, um, but we haven't put it into production yet. I'm still working on a few other things. But you want your hard as your base because you, you're looking for height, right? And then you can stack, you can even stack a slant on one, one pad, this is two, right? But just think of it as just one pad, um, two inches and then your slant on top. And, and what you're doing is creating some height and um, say you have a horse that's low withered and they're always a bit on the forehand and their weight's always kind of driving down through their chest into the ground. And you can stack them in front with hard as your base and then firm or hard and a slant or hard and soft and you, give them that feeling of being more upright, but they have a choice. And you know, it's so interesting because I've seen horses where, you know, you'll have them stacked and they'll just slip one pad off and go, you know, two on one and one on the other, or 
they'll slip it off completely and have one foot on the ground and one foot on the stack. Um, if I have a horse that has a shoulder that kind of is sticky and they're kind of stiff in that shoulder, I'll stack them a little bit just to give them a little more uh, support of that shoulder. And then when you take it away, you can see how the shoulder comes down. Um, with stacking, it's really important that you're, you're really careful that you keep your hands away. So a lot of times what I'll do is I'll, I'll stack before I pick up the foot and then put the pad underneath, or I'll start with say a hard pad under each front foot and then I'll come back and add the second layer to it. Um, I do have a webinar I think on stacking and Felicitas von Neumann Cosell, her webinar talks a lot about stacking. She finds it really beneficial. Um, but you know, for so many horses, just one, one pad even can be really, um, really helpful. And that's the thing is, uh, it's not important to get all four feet on a pad. It's like, it's really not important. It's not important to have them stacked. What really is important is that you really listen to that horse. And I've seen horses, one pad for five minutes was all they could handle. Other horses, you know, it's like I could put anything I wanted under their feet for as long as they wanted to stay there. Um, I have a horse down in Costa Rica that I use as my demo horse when I'm down there doing retreats because I can triple stack him in front, double stack him behind, and he just is just chilling. He just loves it, but he's done it quite a bit and he finds a lot of relief. Um, the difference from this than using something like a pedestal, it's a lot lower. Um, I think some of the pedestals you're, when you're asking horses to get really high, you have to be careful. Um, and they can, you can differentiate one foot from another. Um, I had a barrel racing horse that had, he couldn't turn right. And he wanted three pads underneath his right front foot and nothing under his left. And he was so happy. So, you know, you can differentiate each limb. Um, sometimes I'll do it like a diagonal. Um, sometimes I'll do a lateral. So it's really looking at the horse that's in front of you and determining what's best for that horse, not just trying to get four pads underneath them because it's cool and not just trying to stack them because it's cool. It's really about observing and knowing when to stop. So, you know, I keep telling people when I started this, 15 seconds was the longest I let a horse stand on a pad. And the changes I saw are obviously were unbelievable because look where I am. Um, when you're putting pads under more than one foot, it takes a little time to set them up. But again, it's, they don't have to stay there for 10, 15 minutes. You know, a lot of times, a couple minutes is plenty. And a lot of horses, they'll just, they know when they're done. They'll just walk off. You do have to be really careful when a horse is staying on pads for longer and they're swaying because you can make them sore. And it's not like you can explain, them, oh, I'm sorry. You know, you'll be fine in the next couple of days. They don't know that. They're just sore. Um, so we have to be good parents and know that less is more and we can always come back and do it another day. Um, someone's asking me, is there a re recommendation for weak stifles? So, um, you know, any other surefoot pads, but again, starting harder because you don't want to cause too much movement too fast. Um, and then of course the slants behind, I think is really beneficial. Uh, we have video and I, I know it was in one of my webinars. I can't remember which one now, one of the Friday ones, or it was one with Ida Hammer. Um, and she had a horse and I think it was just on the physio pad and you could watch all the muscles around the stifle contracting. In fact, I did that with one of my horses and 
Um, he was just on one pad and you could really see the muscles contracting around the stifles. So this is where, again, small, short sessions. I had a horse at a clinic that I was, a riding clinic, and I had a surefoot demo the night before and I used this horse. And then I did a little bit with him the next day. And on the third day, he was really grumpy when the owner went to brush his stifle because he was sore. So you just have to be really careful with how long you have horses stay on pads when they're working muscles, especially when there's a weakness, because, you know, when you're standing on, you can go, oh, I'm tired. I need to get off. When the horse is standing there, you might be, oh, this feels great, but he doesn't realize tomorrow it's not going to be so nice. So it's just, you know, less is more, shorter rather than longer. Pay attention to your horse, take notes, um, photograph the pads when they step off or photograph the horse when he's on the pads to make a record of what you're seeing, take little videos. And this is one thing, you know, in doing all these webinars, I've been showing a lot of video that was so, the thing that's so amazing to me is how much I see afterward when I can stop the video and play it slower and go back and just toggle a little bit forward and back. There's so much going on that I don't see in the moment because I'm busy, you know, where's the person, here's the horse, which pad's he on, how's he doing, do I need to take, so I'm busy with other, other things. And then when I'm just watching that video, it's amazing uh, what you can see and um, how much more is happening than you might not realize. And this is where if you have a friend that knows how to put the pads underneath the horse's foot, and you can sit on your horse when someone does this. Obviously, make sure the horse is okay before you do this mounted, but then sit on your horse and feel it. You will be amazed at what you feel that you may not have seen. These little tiny wiggles and squiggles and little tiny, and then when they walk off, it's literally like foot, ground, foot, ground. You know, they're, they're sensing their feet and how they meet the ground, and they're really... Uh, paying attention and you can feel them processing and going to the old place and then going, oh, no, I think I can let that go. There's no way you can see all the things you can feel when you're sitting on the horse. And besides, we want to help the horse have better habits under saddle. Um, we want to help the horse move more freely for us to recognize what's a habit, you know, like, oh, my horse is always going through the shoulder. Well, maybe it's the way his foot's landing that keeps dragging him out and then when we feel and stand differently, we change our mind and we say, wait a second, he's not going through the shoulder. Maybe this isn't what I thought it was. Maybe he's just not, you know, it's not that he doesn't want to turn. It's that something's happening that causes this to be the way it is. And we can make a difference. And so all those things are just so important to stay in the moment, to really stay with your observations, to really, um, you know, listen to your horse. All right, I've got a question here. Can the pads help to address straight? Absolutely, straightness issues. When a horse is stiff to the right and overloads his right shoulder frequently. Absolutely, Rachel. And this is, um, I mean, I can't tell you. Uh, well, I'll tell you this one story because it was such an amazing story. Um, I was in Germany working with a Grand Prix rider, Jan Trepo, and beautiful horse, beautiful rider, very aware, uh, very aware of rider position. And so we went to just show him Surefoot. And I started working with the mayor and uh, we watched him ride and it just got more and more fluid and more and more elegant and just easy. And at the end, the thing that he said to me that, that just struck me 
is he said to me, I no longer have to train. I simply get to ride. And it was so amazing because he was such a good rider, but he was always having to manage these little balance issues. And after the horse stood on the pads and became self-aware, he didn't have to manage them anymore. So absolutely, this can help horses be straighter. You know, is it going to solve everything? No, nothing does. But is it going to give you ideas and thoughts and your horse feelings and help become aware of habits and maybe a cause? And this is where, you know, sometimes things don't get better. Um, sometimes, rarely, but sometimes they get worse. But that's good information. That means that there's something we've either missed, whether that's teeth, feet, back, saddle, rider, um, that, or there's something else going on and we need to investigate that because we're just looking at the symptom and not a problem, the cause. We have to find the cause. So very often, you know, I'll put a horse on pads and, and the horse will improve, but you can see that there's something else that's out of balance that needs to get addressed, whether that's a rider or the feet or um, perhaps the saddle. And so, you know, this whole process is a process of uh, in being inquisitive and like a detective and working the problem rather than just, oh, that's the way it is, right? We want our horses to be happy in their work. We want them to be at ease. That's going to help with their stress levels. It's going to help us with our stress levels. And it's, and it's so much of what Surefoot can offer your horses, that sense of ease. And of course, one of my favorite things is that the horses recognize we've brought them comfort and they want to be with us because of it. Um, I have, you know, so many times the, the owner will say, my horse likes you, he just wants to follow you around. And I'm like, um, yeah, because <laughs> I've come in saying, what would you like? Not this is what you have to do. All right, we've only got three minutes left, so it's time to draw. If there's any, let me just see if there's any more questions. What's the frequency I recommend for using once a horse is familiar with them? Say a competition horse, do I recommend before he tried, after he tried, at the competition? Um, the answer is listen to your horse. Uh, Felicitas uses them before a ride every time. You can use them after the ride to help with cool down. Um, we've had people take the pads to competition and use them with horses. One horse was nervous when he got there. They used Surefoot. He got high score for the show. So this is a tool in your kit and your horse is going to tell you. Some horses want it every day. Some horses want it every couple of weeks. So, you know, they're all different, but we're giving them the opportunity to show us what they want. And they will. Once they realize you're listening, they will show you what they want how long, which foot, whether it's stacked, not stacked. Today, I want this pad. Tomorrow, I want this one. Or I want the same pad every day for a year. We've had that too. So, you know, this is where we just get you started on the process. And then you and your horse are the ones who, you know, you need to listen to her or him and really see what they like. Okay, it's time to do the drawing. And we have all the names here in the bowl. And they're all really well mixed. And I'm not going to look. I'm going to just... Pick one. I gotta make sure it's just one. And the winner, oh, I can't even see because it's not toward me, it's toward you guys. The winner is, oh, it's a blank piece of paper. How did that happen? Brad, Brad cut them up. Okay, so that's not gonna work. We have to draw somebody else. <laughs> he cut them up and at the end of the sheet, there was probably some blanks. So that's, <laughs> sorry about that. That was really exciting, wasn't it? It's got you all stirred up and then nothing, okay. All right, I've got another one. Oh wow, Deb Dietz. Deb Dietz, you're the winner. Woohoo! Congratulations. We'll be in touch and find out whether you want 
uh, a pair of physio pads or a full physio pad. Congratulations. That's been so exciting to have you all with me. Um, this has just been so much fun to do this competition. And thank you again for really helping horses with Surefoot. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you soon. Um, we've got webinars lined up all next week, so stay tuned. Bye.